0: author visits the podcast where writing is for everyone and writers can be all kinds of ways i'm your host chrissy wright i'm a teacher a writer and a reader each week i interview a kidlit creator you love you've heard writing tips from your teacher but how do real life authors do things in their everyday writing lives I ask the honest questions you need to hear the answers to so that you can put real life writing tips to work in your writing today. Grown ups are welcome to listen along, but this podcast is for the kids who are going to write us one heck of a future. Today, I am thrilled to welcome to the show Jamila Tompkins Bigelow. Jamila is the author of picture book Mommy's Kimar, and most recently of the picture book Your Name is a Song. Listen along today to hear Jamila tell us about how she gets ideas for her writing, how she keeps going when writing is feeling hard, and ways she gets help from others in her writing process.
1: So I am Jamila tompkins Bigelow. I am a children's book author. I write picture books, a little bit of MG, and I also like working with youth and teaching them writing. Do you want to tell us a little
0: bit more about your books?
1: Yes. Yeah, so um, I currently have two picture books that are out. So Mommy's Kimar is about a little girl who likes to play pretend with her mom's headscarves. They're religious headscarves that she wears. Um and uh the other one, Your Name is a song, is about a little girl who is upset on her first day of school because uh no one can say her name correctly and they also mock her name and so she has to learn how to become proud and love her name and, and teach other people to uh respect it too.
0: So one thing that teachers talk to kids a lot about, especially at this time of the year, is how to come up with ideas for their writing. Can you tell us a little bit about how you come up with ideas?
1: So, I like to have daydream time, which is—I I don't know if that's a as something that's easy for uh, teachers to do. I think it, it might be, um, but I do take some time to daydream um, usually. And before um, the, you know, we had the coronavirus shutdown, I would take a long train ride into the city every day. And so I would sit there and daydream. It was only about 20 to 30 minutes, but I would sit there and daydream. And and that's one of the ways that I, I get my ideas. Um, now I have to find different times to do that because I'm all I'm at home with my whole family. Um, but I do. I try to set times to just daydream and just let myself imagine things. Um, and, and I think it's just a good practice to get in, in, into the habit. Sometimes people think daydreaming is a waste of time, but that's when you're most creative. And daydreaming means just letting yourself be bored. Don't look at anything. Don't look at a device. Don't try to even watch other people doing things. Just let your mind um, explore. And the other thing I like to do is I love... images and words. I like collecting those things. So another idea is like you can get a picture of something or a word you really like. And it might seem strange, like a word you really like, but sometimes there are words you just like for some reason. And you just think about those things and you can write about those things, anything that comes to mind and why you are so interested in this image or this word. And in fact, Your Name is a Song actually came um, from me really focusing on um, certain names and words that really appealed to me. Um, So you can do, you can do that too. Just take an image or take a word that you really find interesting and just write down any thoughts you have about that. And you'll, you'd be surprised what kinds of ideas you come up with. Awesome. Can you tell us a little more? So if you
0: are having daydream time and something flies into your head, that feels like an exciting idea,
1: what do you do next? There are two things you can do. You can immediately write it down, and if, especially if you feel like you're going to lose the idea. And I think um, if you're not an like an expert, I'm going to call myself an expert daydreamer. So if you're not an, expert I love that daydreamer, title. Then you might have to immediately write it down. To be honest, um, so that's fine. And you have a little notebook, a little pad, or something that you keep with you to write those things down. I do during my daydream time, try not to write things down until the very end, because sometimes if you write it down too fast, then you interrupt the daydream and it can keep building and building and becoming greater. So I like to do, I know all this sounds a little like, I don't know, like loopy, but it really works. Um, So what I do is If I can, I just let myself daydream the whole time without doing anything, let it just keep building and building and building. And then at the end, I will write down what I was daydreaming about. But you always want to make sure you write it down because you can forget. It's really easy to do that.
0: So during daydream time, do you like stop to play a game on your phone or like stop to text your friend for a
1: minute? No, that ruins it completely. You have to not do it. You have to allow yourself to have this time to just be, like, you have to be bored. And the cool thing about being bored is really that's what makes us more creative. If we're very bored, then we start creating things. We start coming up with interesting, wild ideas. And that's why um, I like Daydream Time, because it lets me just come up with the wildest ideas to get myself out of that boredom. All right.
0: Daydream time, sign me up. (laughs) Writers listening, I hope you'll join me. So daydream time sounds magical, but I'm guessing that it doesn't always feel magical and that maybe sometimes writing could feel hard too. Does that ever happen to you?
1: Yes. So Um, For example, with daydream time, you don't always come up with great ideas. Sometimes you just daydream and you're just like, oh, that was just (laughs) relaxing, but you don't have a great idea to work with. Um, And also with writing time, sometimes it feels like every word is like hard to pull out. Like you're pulling out a tooth with every single word and you're just like, I just want to stop. I don't want to do it anymore. But the thing is, the you know, every time you put a word on the page, it's one more word on the page than you've had before. So you have to think about it that way. Like that, you know, even if this is a difficult, a tough time writing, like I am still putting more words on the page than I had before. But I do have those times where it's like every word is a struggle and it just doesn't feel like fun.
0: Yeah. So I'm hearing you say that like, when you catch yourself thinking this is hard, Then you almost talk back to yourself and tell yourself, like, even though it's hard,
1: it's progress. Does that sound right? Yes, you have to have that talk with yourself all the time. Like, I have that talk with myself all the time. Now I sound crazy, but I I have (laughs) to talk with myself all of the time in my mind. Um, So, you know, you just have to go see what you can do give yourself a time, five minutes, what can you put on the page in five minutes? And if you can stick with it, be proud of that five minutes. Sometimes I don't feel confident when I'm writing. And so that's the problem. Like I'm feeling like, well, I don't think my work sounds good. And that can really, really stop writers from pushing through. And so I have to have another kind of talk with myself, which is that, you know, whatever i do is good enough and you know it doesn't matter what i put on the page whatever i put on the page is better than nothing at all right so i have to remind myself of that that you can do this and that you just need to push through and stop thinking those negative things sometimes i even write a note to myself um so i'll do that too so i'll say you know, um, so maybe I won't think it so much as I'll write out what it is that I need to hear, that I need to read, you know, a comp- you know, a letter of encouragement to myself. So I think if you are a writer who's feeling like, oh, I just, this doesn't sound good. I don't like this. I don't have good, good ideas right now. Then you need to write a note to yourself. And it needs to be the most encouraging, kindest friend voice, um, that you can, you can muster up because, um, you know, a lot of times we say things to ourselves that are mean, you know, and we wouldn't say that to someone else. We wouldn't say to someone else, your ideas are bad or, you know, this sounds stupid. Right. But we might say that to ourselves about our own writing and we have to stop doing that. We have to become that kind friend. And so, you know, to saying it to ourselves quietly, or even even writing it down a nice note to ourselves about you can do this and your writing is good. And you know, what you have to put on the paper is important. Can you
0: share with us an example of a note that you maybe have written to yourself before?
1: I I do have to say to myself, the world needs your words, which when I say it out loud, it, it makes me feel like I'm sounding like arrogant and big headed, but I need it in those moments. Because right then and there. I feel like the world doesn't want my words at all. So I say to myself, the world needs your words. They need this story. They want to read this story. So. Awesome. So
0: another thing that I sometimes hear teachers telling their writers uh, is that authors are always learning from other writers. Can you give us an example of a time in your writing that you've maybe learned from someone else?
1: Well, I do that all the time. Um, so I have to read constantly um, books from other authors that are like the kinds of books that I want to write. So I do this all of the time. And um, I don't really have like a one time if I'm being, you know, it's hard to even say that, but I'll just open up picture books um, because I like to write lots of picture books. And um, I will find a page that I really like, one that is magical or powerful in some way. And I will figure out why I love it. And then I'll try to write my own version of, of that. Um, and it helps me to write really good picture books by doing that, like looking at it and going, oh, I really love, um, like, um, there's a, a page in, um, uh, I'm trying to think, I forgot the name of it. Last Stop on Market, um, on Market Street. Um, there's a page in there where, um, you know, there's a boy who sort of goes off into like a fantasy and starts daydreaming. And so I wanted to write a scene where a child was fantasizing and daydreaming. It was similar. And that actually ended up being put into Mommy's Kimar, a book that I wrote, because it actually worked with it.
0: Okay, Jamila we close every craft episode with a speed round where I ask the author the same three questions. Okay, here we go. Can you name three different feelings that you experience while writing?
1: Um, inspiration, um, sadness, um, and stress,
0: And do you have a regular writing spot? If so, where?
1: No, I don't. Where
0: where do you find yourself doing your writing?
1: Um, So I just, uh, i I, on my bed, um, on the porch, on the train, when when I was riding the train, um, in coffee shops when they were open, you know, wherever, in my living room, I find places and I just write.
0: And you kind of talked about this last question earlier in our conversation, but what are some of the other maybe unexpected places that you also find yourself thinking about your writing?
1: So, yeah, so definitely the train, the shower is a big one (laughs) Um, on a walk. So walking outside is also a good uh, place doing the dishes, doing this is, so like you can tell kids you should do dishes because actually a of good <laughs> ideas come during while that's happening
0: <laughs> the parents listening are very happy right now <laughs> wonderful um so before we sign off for this episode can you do you want to tell our listeners about any of your other titles or upcoming work you want them to know about
1: um, well, I'll, I'll tell you about um, a book that just came out and then one that's coming out next year. So um, Your Name is a Song. I mentioned it a little bit in the beginning, um, but it's a picture book about a little girl. Her name is Kora Jalimuso. And she, um, on her first day, is very, very upset, does not want to return to school because her teacher can't sing her name correctly. The other students in our class can't say, say her name correctly. And they say some mean things about those name, her name. And so with her mom, she learns how to celebrate so many different names from different cultures and what's beautiful about them. Um, so... I think kids might enjoy this book just because, especially if you have a a name that um, some people, a lot of people get wrong, you might find your name in the book, um, but you also might be able to connect with the girl really well. And then my other book um, is called Abdul's Story and it comes out next year. And it's about a little boy who is ashamed of his writing. So he is someone who has lots of great stories in his head. He can tell great stories. But he's ashamed of the way he spells and his handwriting. And he has to learn to be more confident and comfortable with his writing so he can write them down. Um, and so and he can tell his stories. So that's why it's called Abdul's story. So that is a good one, I think, for a writing workshop class.
0: Awesome. I can't wait to get that one. And do you want to tell listeners where they can find you online to learn more about you or your work?
1: Yes. Um, so you can go to my website, Jamila the Writer. Um, and you can also find me on Twitter at JT Bigelow um, or at um, Author Jamila on my Instagram page.
0: Jamila, thank you so much for joining us to talk writing today.
1: Thank you for having me. It was so much fun. Thank you for listening to this week's episode
0: of Author Visits come back this Friday for a bonus book talk episode with Jamila to hear about three books she loves that she thinks you should know about too. To support the show, please subscribe on your podcatcher of choice and share the show on social media, especially taking a screenshot and sharing on your Instagram stories. Then tag me so I can see it. You can connect with me, Chrissy Wright, on Instagram and Twitter at Chrissy M. Wright, and follow the podcast on Instagram at AuthorVisitsPod. I can't wait to learn with you, and
1: happy writing!